card in the garage from Corey Cope? Freddie Wolf. Oh, kickstart. For the last one. It's the last one for October. That's true. We it had is. an incredible month of doing Devil Made Me Do It movies. Uh, we concluded last week with End of Days. End of Days. Yeah, which one of these ones is not like the other? <laughs> Still on Tubi for f- three more days. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, it, hopefully it's, well, here's the thing. If it's still there next week or after, after on November 1st, we'll be sure to make a note of it. I saw it's coming somewhere because I, I keep getting the, I keep getting the uh, notification that's leaving Tubi, but it is landing somewhere else. I th- oh, you know what? I think maybe it's coming to um, Canopy. Oh, well, I take Canopy. Ew. So we asked some people, hey, put your thoughts on there like we did in the podcast recommendations and Mario was nice enough to give us a couple and um, we have our own well we go down down our list and fortunately he picked two he picked a handful of movies but the two that I'm going to mention are, are definitely things that we didn't have on our list or even I, I well one of them I was aware of and one of them I wasn't aware of and the first one I wasn't aware of was a South Korean movie called The Wailing from 2016 it's included with Prime right now so if you have a Prime subscription you could watch it um, so I might put that on my list of things to watch this week. And the other one is from 2018 is Apostle. Not The Apostle, just Apostle. This is Gareth Evans' follow-up to the Raid movies that he did. Um, it stars Dan Stevens. This appeared premiere on Netflix back in 2018. This is one of those ones that was shot in UK, and then you know how they are. Then they call it a Netflix film and then <laughs> post it. So I remember us talking about it um, amongst a small group of in the horror community, but I never got around to watching it. Uh, it's a period piece, 19, uh, takes place in 1905, about a drifter that uh, ends up in a small, isolated island that has a cult. So a surprise, right? Never heard of it. Sounds like the Wicker Man. Dan Stevens is the lead, if I didn't already say that. But, you did. So yeah, so there's, there's two right there you want to check out. Uh, one of them, again, if you have Netflix, you're good to go. It's still there. And the whaling is on Prime. If you have a Prime subscription, so boom, there's two, boom, just like that. And I'm great. I'm glad he recommended a couple of things that I hadn't seen before because that's the idea, right? Sure. <laughs> so, sure. Since we've been talking about these movies, a lot of them come up in our conversation. There's a couple that I've talked to about people that, um, not online, but in person, a couple of people at work listen to the show and they said, hey, you know, I had an idea about this. And they, funny enough, they mentioned Jacob's Ladder. Um, one of them did. And another one mentioned Event Horizon. And I kind of chuckled because we said the same things. We mentioned is both Jacob's Ladder movies. really a devil movie? I don't, I don't think that it is. No, it's, it's that. I don't think that, it uh, qualifies, though. No, no. But it's I not, just thought it was funny since we had mentioned it. And um, what movie were we covering? Mm, I don't remember. I don't. Uh, didn't we talk about Jacob's Ladder because it was getting a release? And I don't remember talking about Jacob's Ladder. We did something. Yeah, we talked about it for some reason. I can't remember what it was. But it's something that we mentioned in the last couple of months during the show. It was very uh, something of Jacob's Ladder esque. Maybe it was something. Maybe it was the DP that shot it. Yeah, I think it was. It was probably. That's probably it. That's what. That's what I'm gonna guess. <laughs> I'm just going to go with that and leave it at that. And that's enough Jacob's ladder talk for me. Um, which anyway, so what's funny is that they end up mentioning end of days. Also devil's advocate got mentioned. Prophecy got mentioned. Yeah. But which prophecy make sure make clarify that the Christopher Walken <laughs> prophecy. Yes. That prophecy. 
And it was funny about that was that end, end of days hadn't come out yet. So I kind of chuckled when they mentioned it. Um, needful things got mentioned by somebody. And that's a, that's a fair one. Needful things. Sure. Yeah. I'd like to see this. Uh, I'd like to see the long, the, oh yeah, Jeffrey Kimball. That's we were talking about Jeffrey Kimball. That's why. Cause he shot, um, oh stigmata. yeah. Yeah, that's right. There you go. See, so it was part of the month. I mm-hmm, remember, it, I remember mm-hmm. it coming up, but I couldn't remember. But yeah, because there's because there's very Jacob's Ladder esque stylized um, imagery that we're getting between those two movies. Yes. Yeah, but now Needful Things, man. I can't tell you last time I saw Needful Things. Yeah, there's supposedly a director's cut that came out. I don't know if it's on the is it a 4K that just released, but there's a there's a there's a full restored version of that movie. I think on that. Uh, 4K release, perhaps. I don't know if it's Kino. I don't remember because I, I mean it's funny because it's a movie that while I did enjoy it when I saw it in theaters at the Pepper Tree in Northridge, <laughs> I don't know that I've ever seen it again. I'd be curious to see what they added back into the movie. You know, because supposedly it's I think they added it's a substantial add to that movie, like 30 minutes or so. Yeah, so yeah, Kino was the one that put that out. Oh, it's the 191 minute TV yeah, cut. Yeah, it's fucking. It's like a mini series. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a lot of television. <laughs> sure. Ninety like ninety five minutes. One one twenty is the original oh, runtime. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. So that's like seven. Yes, like an hour. Seventy one minutes. Jesus, <laughs> it's a lot. That's a lot of movie, man. Hey, there's some horror movies that are barely seventy one minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some that should be this, and there's some that should be 71 minutes. Um, it's what's interesting. I gotta wonder if it's if you bought the if if Kino put out just the standard Needful Things Blu ray because that extended version is only on the second disc, the Blu ray version. It was on the Blu ray of the because the 4K has the theatrical, sure, and then the Blu ray Blu ray itself has the has that long version of it. That's crazy. That's so long. That's a long movie. <laughs> Right? No kidding, man. Uh, you know, it's like it's like sitting through Martin Scorsese's movie. <laughs> okay, I wasn't going to say it. It's like sitting through the uh, Schiller of the Flower Moon. <laughs> By the way, that Kino release just came out um, just this past July, so it's not, it hasn't been out for that very long. But that dude, that dude, seriously, I don't think I've seen that movie since it came out in '93. So yeah, I saw it in a theater, and that was—I mean, that was it. I, I, it was—I don't know why. It just—it falls into the same category for me as another movie that I like, The Dark Half. But again, I can't tell you the last time I actually watched The Dark Half. Yeah, I mean, the, these both these movies are like prime for us to to, to revisit because the obviousness of of our show motto and everything. <laughs> sure. We were like, there's two movies right there. And there's two Stephen King movies or Stephen King adaptations, I should say, that are very much on our, we remember being fond of them. So we need to go back and watch them. But I think that if I watch Needful Things again, I don't know if I'd watch the theatrical. I think I'd have to watch that. I would have to watch the long version. Yeah. Because the theatrical version to me always seemed like, because I read the book. So right. It always seemed like it was missing a bunch. So I'd just be curious, more curious to see what they added back into the movie. Yeah. And see what kind of movie it is, you know? Yeah. So I'd have, so what I'd probably do is I'd probably watch that longer version and then remind myself of the theatrical afterwards and then recognize, then I'll be able to recognize the missing pieces a little bit better. Right. But that's exciting. They think, honestly, thank you for bringing that up because I had no idea that that, that was, that release even happened. 
Oh yeah, I remember when I remember because I kept getting emails because you know I'm on every fucking Kino email thread known to man, <laughs> and uh, so I remember it coming out. But I mean, yeah, it was I knew it was in the it was recent. I didn't realize it, I thought maybe it was like September or September release. I didn't realize it was all the way back in July. But yeah, it, it was something that had you know it's on my list of things to investigate next year when I get back to work. My so my list, of course. I so I had Devil's Advocate, which I had never seen, which I watched during this month. And holy shit, what a crazy movie! I don't know how I never how I skipped that movie. Right. Um, I think I had just always been told it was not good. I don't know, and I don't know who told me that. I'd like to go back in time and punch him in the mouth because it's quite good, and it's Pacino's great in it. Like he's his over yeah. the top nutty late nineties performance. I mean, it's almost like. He's the same character, he, he, like the you know he walked off the football field because <laughs> he was the devil there too, which right. maybe he was. Now that I think about it, but um, the devil's advocate is quite fun. Uh, Keanu's Florida accent is awesome. <laughs> it is maybe the last time anybody ever saw Jeffrey Jones in a movie. Possibly Craig T. Nelson shows up. There's a lot of people I had no idea they were in the movie. Um, but I enjoyed that. The Prophecy was another one on my list. I, I didn't go into any of the sequels because the first one is by far the best. Vigo, you get Vigo Mortensen as the devil. The Ninth Gate is another movie that it came up in my recommendations after watching... Which one of these was on Max? We watched... One of them was on Max, I think. or No, maybe it was on Tubi. I think Tubi recommended it. But The Ninth Gate, which I actually watched because I... I had a recollection of seeing it and I just, but I always confused it with secret window. That other right. Stephen King, another Stephen King, uh, inspired story with Johnny Depp. But, um, the ninth gate's pretty good, man. I mean, it's weird and twisted and it's a movie that kind of, you know, deserve like, like these other movies we just talked about. It's another, it's a movie that kind of re, 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 re uh, it kind of deserves a second chance. Um, I know that, po- you know, th- it's not popular to talk, you know, I know Roman Polanski directed it. I know Johnny Depp is in it. And, you know, everybody's down on Johnny Depp's choices of <laughs> of projects as of late and uh, amongst other things. But go back to 1999 and watch it. It's a pretty crazy. And Langella's fantastic in it because in Langella plays the devil-ish, sort of. Um, I don't know if you remember the movie very well, but it's, it's, it's worth watching. Um, it's, definitely a, it's definitely got that same sort of vibe it's very vibey because I think they shot it over in Europe. And so it's got that old world sinister thing going on. The, the order kind of had. And then, uh, God, there's so many of them. I didn't realize. I mean, we talked about how many there were, but there are so fucking many. Um, here, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you one. I know you, you're dying to see this, but bless the child. Mm-hmm. Right. With Kim Basinger. And, uh, why, why, why? Oh, Chuck Russell directed it. Right. Right. That's what, that's what, that was the, uh, because we covered Eraser. But Bless the Child is another one. Um, it's in my list of things to watch. It's on Showtime right now. It's got actors I like, Rufus Sewell, Jimmy Smits, but I've never seen it. But it came up in our in my uh, Devil Made Me Do It algorithm, if you will. And then maybe Godsend is another thing that uh, maybe revisit Godsend because it's not as bad as I had remembered it being. I mean, it came a little after and it's got one of those, you know, questionable De Niro performances. But again, it's on Tubi, so it came up in my uh, search. Also the body, but after watching the body, it can't, we got to toss it out. It's not a devil movie to a movie. No. 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 
there was one we've talked about here and there, and it is currently on Pluto, and which completely at the other end of the spectrum of the 1990s, uh, we're talking about all these movies that are leading into the new millennium and the thing. The first power. We again, we've mentioned on the show yeah, before. Totally, we always talk about the first power. Yes, it's about as much of a cop movie as it is a devil movie, which is kind of kind of interesting. But it's a good mix uh, of the two. It's kind of like End of Days. A little bit. <laughs> right? Little like bit. kind of. <laughs> and it's on both Tubi and Pluto right now. Who knows how much longer well, it's going to stay there. Dude. I'm seeing no notification whatsoever on Just Watch that says they're leaving. I had forgotten all about I love that movie. And it, dude, forever I couldn't find it because it, it was there was no DVD or anything of it. Like it was a movie that was like I always wanted to. So I, yeah, thanks for bringing that up. I didn't even think about that. I just marked it. Yeah, it's marked as SD, so you're going to get some 480p version of it, which makes sense because I'm not sure it's okay. who has the rights to it because it probably is looks an, best that way. It's an Orion picture movie, so they're not sure. sad. You don't want to clean it up too much. No. I think I last time I saw the movie, I saw it on Laserdisc. Yeah, I think that's probably the only way I ever owned it was on Laserdisc. It's a trip of a movie. I mean, we're, we're only what? I think he shot this like two years after. Young Guns? He did, no, two years after La Bamba, and it was in this weird purgatory where, hey, no pun intended, that it before it got released. Because Orion was in a weird state of... Oh, yeah, they were yeah. sort of being sold off, and yeah. Yeah. I know this was done like right after RoboCop, so it was like um, after RoboCop, they kind of like were trying to take advantage of themselves and sell themselves off, but they didn't really sell themselves off, and which is why we got those RoboCop sequels. That are so fun. Well, two, I like two a lot. But yeah, I like two, I, two. I mean, you know, I like a good number two, as I like to say. Oh, geez. Did we show our hand already? No, we didn't. <laughs> people are forgetting six months anyway. Dude, I forgot all the people who are in uh, The First Power. Michael T. Williamson's in it, Jeff Kober, Tracy Griffith. Wow, where did she go to? But yeah, yeah it, that's a fun movie, man. Since we're going that to the, like 1990, I'm going to go one of my favorite Devil Made Me Do It movies. John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness, which what? is... What's that movie? Yeah, I know. One of these days you're going to fucking grow up and watch it. Yeah, by the way, Mario gave me shit for that too. Oh, good. As he should. Mario did and Tom. I'm like, well, you know what? You know what? One of these days I'll actually put out that uh, the Silver Bullet episode that we did. <laughs> sure. I, if we look, here's the thing. You can skip the Silver Bullet episode and just watch John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness. Mm. You'll be covered. Covered with what? But yeah, I mean, the, the Prince of Darkness, Prince of Darkness is a fucking bizarre fucking, uh, you know, it's a horror film that deals with quantum physics and, uh, you know, all kinds of weird shit, dude, full eclipses and daylight eclipse. Yeah. It's just a fucking, it, it's, it's the whole, the end is coming, you know, and I, you know, I saw it prior to the perfect time in my life in a movie theater, uh, and weirdly thought about it for like a week. I couldn't get the fucking movie out of my head. There's so many weird, Im there's so much weird imagery in it. And it's on Peacock right now. Um, if you have, if you have the cock, it's on the Peacock. Um, With most of Carpenter's movies right now, I don't know if that's an October thing or if that's, uh, you know, the majority of them were universal movies. Yeah. There's lots of devil movies. Spellbinder, Spellbinder a devil movie? We like to talk about Spellbinder. Is that, is that, does that fit the bill? There's I mean, witches and there's a there's sacrifices I mean, and with the there's, coven, though, it's, there's the winter solstice. I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't know. There, there's there's a whole bunch of movies that are kind of on the outskirts that make you kind of stop and think. Like Fallen is one, but I think Fallen is Fallen's a body swapping movie though. <laughs> well, yeah, so. but he's also a demon. I do because I, I watched Fallen. Fallen was it's it was on my list of should we talk about it? But I wasn't sure that it quite qualifies as a devil movie, although it is a demonic movie. Does right. Azazel is a demon? So I don't know, man. You guys, you guys watch it and let me know what is Fallen. Let us know what do you guys think? Is Fallen a devil movie? Devil made me do a movie. You know, you've heard our criteria the last four weeks. Well, the reason why it's an interesting one to bring up, too, is because Elias Coteus is in it, too. Yeah. So, there you right. go. Right. And so is John Goodman. John Goodman, Gamafini, Donna Sutherland. Yeah, that movie is stacked. Yeah. Stacked. Right. And then Nicholas Kazan wrote, wrote that. And it, I think Gregory Hoblet uh, directed it, right? The guy. Yeah. It, was, it was his big movie after um, Primal Fear. Right. Yeah, no surprise twist with this movie. There is no surprise. Well, no, because they, they tell you at the beginning. They tell you at the beginning. I mean, literally, 30 seconds in, you know, you're you like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well. That movie is wonderfully 90s. Yes. It, but it's still kind of timeless. It still works. I think, I think what, I don't want to say hurts it, but what keeps it locked into that time capsule is the style in which the movie looks, the, just the, the visual choices they were making. Right. Yeah. And look, while we're talking about, let's not forget Angel Heart, which we did cover with Derek, which is a total devil made me do it. What? <laughs> who's the devil in that? Yeah. yeah. Well, who's still the devil in that? That movie is such a, I mean, there, there's no question that that's a devil made me do it movie because that's the whole premise of the movie. <laughs> yeah. As we uncover it, wrapped in a detective story. But God, there's just so many of them. I mean, there's probably 50 more that we're forgetting. I mean, there's the obvious ones like the remake of The Omen, which was that that, yeah, that was six. I remember it was released on six six oh six. How right. clever! There's you know the many Exorcist sequels, but let's not you know we won't throw those in because you know it's too easy. Although the Paul Schrader one is very interesting if you haven't seen it, the Paul Schrader Exorcist uh, that was I think that they tossed out. And released that Rennie Harlan one, which mm-hmm. if you love Rennie Harlan, you'll love the you'll love Rennie Harlan's Exorcist. But the Strader one's pretty interesting. It falls into what we were talking about. But God, there's just there there are a lot of movies about the devil when you start digging deep, right? Damn Yankees would be a devil made me do it movie. Damn Yankees is so brilliant too. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just saying, right? It, it is right. I mean, it, it's kind of a devil made me do it movie. And I mentioned it briefly, and I think I might have cut it out of the episode. You know, I think I did, unless it's on the Patreon one. I think I don't think it's in the public episode, but The Devil and Daniel Webster was a movie that my dad and I used to watch. And yeah, that's one, I mean, it's right in the title. <laughs> what about but The Devil and Daniel Mouse? That that too. And The uh, Devil the, and Max Devlin? It's, it's, there's a whole bunch, and that's, and see the devil, Max Devlin. Was, yes, it's, yes, it's just, you, you, let's not say another word and let everybody just figure it out. Yeah. It's, well, I mean, I was just going to mention it when it came out was, and I guess in a lot of ways, dude, that's a dark Disney movie. Yeah. No, it is totally. Yeah, it, we we could have, yes. We won't cover it for one particular reason and I just won't do it, but. No. But again, yes. But Elliot Gould rocks, dude. I'll just say that. <laughs> He's the fucking best, dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm just throwing titles out there. I'm not saying. But no, but, the, but I mean, because the devil, Max Devlin really is the devil and Daniel Webster. That's, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. But Dominion. 
is the uh, Schrader is the title. Yes. Of the, and, and yeah. it's, 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 it's listed as a prequel to The Exorcist, but it is just called Dominion. Yeah. It's quite good, you know, in the Paul Schrader sort of, I, I would, you know, the thing about that movie, if you want to watch that, you should watch that in the Harlan movie and then figure out how much they reshot for the Harlan movie and how much is left from Dominion because it's wild when you uh, view them in a very close proximity with one another. On the again on the outskirts of what we're talking about here, succubus is as a demon, right? So, yeah, death by temptation. Sure, that's a good one. Yeah, and that's got Kadeem Hardison in it, who we've talked we talked about earlier in the month. He's great. Kadeem's great and everything, and he's not the lead in it necessarily, but he's he's the he's the best friend. He's the evil Ed, if you will. Of correct death by temptation, and it, I remember when the movie was presented when it came out, it made it seem like it was like a like a fright night kind of thing. But I guess kind of way it is, but it's a succubus and not a vampire. And you know, in 1990, was, was did people really know what a succubus was? Was that even really part? Was it? I don't think it was that well versed. I mean, in, it was for people who you know, for people who were yeah. I mean, if I you knew read, if you're if you're a good re- if, you're, if you read yes, a lot, you would you read absolutely. Yeah. But not from not from movie standpoint, it wasn't something that was discussed a lot. I feel like it was something that was discussed in like Italian horror films of the late sixties. Yes, yes, right. Because they because Italian horror movies are always kind of steeped in yeah in seduction and such. Correct. So that makes a lot of sense. You know. We could talk for hours about this, and that's something I realized when we made an announcement. I'm like, hey, you know what? We're going to have like a wrap-up for the month. Yeah, of- the whole episode's going to be a wrap-up. <laughs> There's so much. And uh, we got to keep these kickstarts to uh, a minimum roar of uh, of 30 minutes or less. But we're um, I'm, I appreciate everybody like that, that made the recommendations. Tom had made some recommendations on the side, but all he did was really re- reiterate what Mario said and told me to watch Prince of Darkness. Yeah, well, everybody, everybody, email Corey <laughs> once a week until he watches <laughs> Prince of Darkness. No, thank you. Well, the good thing is, is that um, there were some other ones mentioned to me by some more by some coworkers that I did not talk about here because we're going to save them for a show later in the future. Because a couple of them were, were movies that we had already we've already discussed on the side of covering, and I was doing my best not to show our hand. I mean, that's the, this is probably the, my favorite, I mean, okay, what we did, okay, so we did, when we did Tubi back in, um, when the hell was that? Was that March? March Madness, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we went into April Fooled, right? We did that whole thing and it was, it was all right. I mean, I was, there was a couple of them that we really both enjoyed and a couple that we reminded why we didn't necessarily care for them. <laughs> right. But, but we, what do we do in May? May. God, what did we do in May? Shall you look it up now? Shit. The reason why I'm saying is like, what I'm pointing out is like, I can't tell you the last time we had two consecutive months where I was like, those were really fun. And I'm seeing a good mixed bag of things that we hadn't seen. And right. really, I mean, this was probably my favorite month outside the 2B month this year. Because we got, we got to see a couple of movies that we didn't see um, for a variety of reasons, but there ended up being the best of the four or my favorite of the four. I really find Lost Souls was such a, a surprise. And and you, when we cover a movie we haven't watched before and you think, man, I wish I would have seen that in a the theater. That was one of those. So you know yeah, how much totally. we like when we say things like that. 
It's so funny because I, I, I would say that it's hard for me to pick a favorite because I enjoyed all of them so much. It, like every week I was kind of looking forward to what, you know, like, okay, is this going to be the one where it just, well, this one's terrible. But it, that just never materialized. And all of them are highly enjoyable for different reasons. Right. And similar reasons. I'd say the first two, the two with Gabriel Byrne, Stigmata, and um, are, the, are the big studio devil, splashy, you know. And then the other two are a little more thoughtful, a little more slow burn. Right. But all of them enjoyable as hell. And, I, you know, again, they're probably movies I'm going to watch again, you know, on some sort of regular interval. Like, you know, I feel like those are four movies I'm like, yeah, I could watch these movies kind of, you know, once a year, once a year, whatever. I mean, if, if it's on or if I'm in the mood for to watch something fun, I'll totally do it. I'll, I'll go with that, with any of these movies. It, right. This was a great month. I didn't want it to be over. Yeah. Let me throw out one more devil movie real quick because I, 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 it's, it's in my list and I'm like, fucking, because I just I remember the poster. But Scott Derrickson's Deliver Us from Evil, which if you're looking at the one sheet, the D is giant, so it looks like Deliver Us from Devil. <laughs> but mm. with Eric Bana and Olivia Munn and Edgar Ramirez, it's on Netflix. But man, that, that's a cool movie if you haven't seen it. Uh, and, it, and, it and it ties right into what, you know, what we've been talking about. It's, a, it's, a, it's kind of a... You know, it's 10 years old now, but it's still, it, it fits in with, uh, with the theme perfectly. Groovy. Oh, May was uh, Badass Women with oh, Swords. Right. Yeah, and which was a fun month. Yeah, it was. That's what, I mean, we, I, but I mean, it's our like two consecutive months where, where I felt like we had two really good months going from September into October. Yep. Yeah. And then I have a feeling that next month, even though it's different, than what we've been covering the last two months, I think next month is going to surprise some people. Surprise yeah, totally. some people as far as the movies that were chosen, not so much the what we're doing. But yeah, totally. I mean, I think it's yeah. I think we've chosen wisely. <laughs> you've chosen wisely. Chosen wisely. Right, so if you want to follow the show on the on the socials, it's at Karate Pod on what is it again? Fucking Twitter, Instagram. Letterboxed. You can also follow Corey on Letterboxd at Corey underscore Culp, Instagram on at Culprit97, and patreon.com slash karatepod. If you like to follow me, you can follow me at Rock and Roll 33 on your Instagram, or you could follow me at follow me at Father Loomis on Letterboxd.com. That's Father Loomis at Letterboxd.com. Father Loomis. Father Loomis. Jeez, and what wonder what movie that's from? That's Donald. That's Donald Pleasant's character in Prince of Darkness. I know who it is. I'm just. I'm making a joke. He's like the twin brother of Doctor Loomis. It's not a. It's not a hard to figure out what that is. Yeah, well, but he's not really credited as that in the credits. They only they call him Father Loomis one time in the movie. Oh. He's just credited as priest. Priest. <laughs> priest. Oh.